from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Governor Roy Cooper signed into law sports legalizing sports gambling, whether that's mobile or at a sports book here in the state of North Carolina. It went through the Senate, went through the House first, went to the Senate. They made some changes, passed it, went back to the House. They they concurred. They said, sure, it looks good to us. Goes to Cooper's desk. Governor Cooper signed it earlier today down in Charlotte, actually. A little ceremony down there. Exciting day, Luis Fernandez. Now, we can't, we can't make bets today. No, that's not there. how it works. We need some time. We need some time, Dennis Cox. But I feel like sports fans in the state of North Carolina – probably know more about local and and state government uh-huh. than than they have since they were in high school would of be course. my guess. But hey, con- congratulations. We are at at the most uh-huh. one year away mm-hmm. from being able to do it, but probably will be a lot sooner than that. We'll get into the target date here in just a minute, but here's Governor Roy Cooper earlier today on sports gambling. We already know that North Carolina is the center of the college basketball universe. Facts. That is true. an unquestioned fact. Facts. The, the applause in the background. But in the last few decades, mm. our state has become a prime location for professional sports, mm-hmm. particularly here in the Charlotte area. The Hornets, the Panthers, the Hurricanes, NASCAR, Charlotte FC, The Courage, professional golf, including the PGA, USGA, US Open, Wyndham, uh, President's Cup, and professional minor league and farm teams, and a whole lot more. It is so exciting what's happened in North Carolina. That's my response to that, Luis Fernandez. That's fair. That's my response to that. That is the thing is that here in the state of North Carolina, we're truly unique in the in the amount of sports that we have and the diversity of sports that we have. There's so I've lived in places where you have one major college and a couple of pro sports teams in the state. Yep. that played at the highest level. That was really about it. Mm-hmm. Man, right. here in North Carolina, we got teams that play at a high level in women's soccer, hockey, basketball, football. All the college sports that we have here that's awesome. So many college sports. It's and fantastic. For for when you look at size of the state physically, when you look at population, when you look at all that stuff, it, it's one of the most diverse sports places in the country, I feel like. And now people are going to have the opportunity to make their sports experiences a little more interesting. Well, when can we start doing that? Brian Murphy, WREL sports investigative reporter, joined the Adam Gold Show earlier this afternoon. Now, like you mentioned a moment ago, Luis Fernandez, one year from now is the latest that we could do it, but the there's latest. a target date of earlier. Yep. Yeah. Important to note, uh, January 8th is the first date that it could start. The lottery commission has until since the bill was signed today, one year from today to June 14th. So there's a six month window in which they can launch. And they've told me and others that they're going to launch everybody at the same time. Nobody's going to get to the head of the line. So they'll have to get all 12 licenses issued and, and ready to go. Um, I talked to several people down here, and they said they're pushing for January. They're they're pushing really sure. hard for January. But as the governor said, it's a mammoth job for the lottery commission. Well, whether you believe that or not is is up to you. But uh, I, so somewhere between January and June. So 
even though it's legal right now, cannot place your bets. And, and the main reason why January 8th is that date that's yeah. circled is because just look at what's happening in the sports calendar around that time. You've got uh, the the day of the college football championship game. Yeah. You've got uh, NFL playoffs getting started. You've got hockey going on, NBA going on. You've got uh, men's and women's college basketball. You've got a lot of different things going on that people could essentially get into mm-hmm. immediately. So that's the target date, January 8th, but again, no later than one year from today. Now, you mentioned about 12 licenses. There are 12 licenses for sports books. We're talking FanDuel, BetMGM, Caesars, DraftKings. Those are the sports books, the, the licenses that the state of North Carolina will issue. Only 12. Only 12. So a lot of these places have been primed and ready to get their applications sent into the state of North Carolina, which will likely start happening tomorrow, I believe, is the date it actually opens. We'll probably see the we're, we're going to see the big ones. Oh, I would imagine pop in so. Here. Yeah, it's just the amount of money that they have to offer and the infrastructure that they have is 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 quite staggering. We'll dive more into sports betting here in just a little bit. But the next big thing here, big thing here at three o'clock, Luis Fernandez, is this Stanley Cup Game Five last night. Just Vegas Golden Knights winning the Stanley Cup four games to one. They put the boots to Florida yesterday. Win that I mean. nine to three, just straight. Stone Cold Steve Austin in the corner it, on the turnbuckle, just stomping on somebody, just literally stomping mud holes. That's what the Vegas Golden Knights did yesterday, 9-3. Reminds me of that, that scene from The Simpsons, like, oh, no, stop, he's dead. Like, that's 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 where that's where I that's where I was at. I, was, I wasn't watching the game, but I was just kind of keeping an eye on the score, and it felt like mm-hmm. every minute I check in, I'm like, oh, is that another goal? They scored again. They Imagine scored that. 9-3. Actually, the most goals scored ever in a Stanley Cup final clinching game. Wow. By the way. Nine. Clinching. Clinching, you said. I think in a Stanley Cup final game as a whole, that's but I know crazy. definitely a clinching game for sure. Wow. Now, we saw when the Canes played the Florida Panthers, Matthew Kachuk had a stellar series. Absolutely stellar series. Uh, three game-winning goals in that series, and they also had an assist on a game-winning goal, too. Uh, that guy, including two in overtime. I, I don't think Hurricanes fans remember no, him. That, no, that guy. Well, no. here's the thing. Matthew Kuchuk didn't play yesterday in a obviously pivotal game. He actually, in game three, broke his broke his sternum, oh. fractured his sternum in game oh. three in Florida, and he played in game four. <laughs> he played in game four with a broken sternum. I'm telling you, hockey players are built Different. They, they are something. They Here, are something. Here's Paul Maurice, former Canes head coach, now the head coach of the Florida Panthers, on Matthew Kachuk's injury and just how he was able to actually play in game four. The next day after the full game that he played off it, he was, I mean, he, he didn't dress himself for the game. Somebody helped him get his gear on. Somebody tied his skates. Somebody put a sweater on for him. Uh, but the next day when he came in, he was... In significant pain, so there wasn't really a question on whether he'd be able to play or not. Dude, I can't even imagine fractured sternum. That that's and, <laughs> and so your sternum. So a lot of players in hockey, this is a a thing that a lot of players do on game day. If you have a morning skate, whether you have a morning skate or not, a player often have the routine of taking an like a, a mid to late afternoon nap, a siesta, if you will. Hey, sure, we'll go with that. So he took his nap on the day of game four. John Buchagrash of ESPN actually tweeted out how Matthew's brother, Brady, who plays for the Ottawa Senators, had to help him get out of bed. 
after his nap on the day that he played. And again, suited up, as Paul Marie said. Someone had to tie his skates for him. I mean, just, just someone had to put his like pads and stuff on for him. Like put his jersey and stuff on for him. Like that much pain in your chest. And he still played. Wild. And he and he and he he was he was efficient. He was effective. I, mean, I think Marie said, you know, he had some of the the best opportunities they had that in that entire game just hey, because of how smart he is. Yeah, but he, just because of physically I was feeling, just wasn't able to finish that. I just we'll dive more into the, the NHL and stuff Oof. here in a little bit, but. Matthew Kuchuk, this is his first season for the Florida Panthers. Played 99 games. This is including the postseason. Played 99 games. Had 51 goals, 82 assists. That's 133 points in 99 games. 10 game-winning goals. Was also a plus 41 rating. Tip of the cap. Kid's only like 23 years old, by the way. Wow. 23 going on 24. Wild. Built different hockey players. Final thing here at 3 o'clock. Big Rock. Big Rock Day 3 going on right now. The Big Rock Blue Marlin Tournament out there in Moorhead City. Now, of the 271 boats in the tournament, only 12 are out there fishing today. You can only fish four out of six days. Yes. That's part of the tournament. You can only fish four out of six days. So, uh, a light day overall. Now, there are a couple of boats that have hooked up. Wave Paver, Seawolf currently have a, uh, Marlins hooked up right now. Predator, the boat Predator boated a Blue Marlin earlier today. ETA on that about 4 o'clock when they get back to the docks. Weather kind of out there a little choppy, so we'll see maybe if we get that first 500-plus pounder. The leader in the clubhouse right now, my understanding, is C student. It is. 470.2-pound blue right. marlin on day one. C uh, toy, S-E-A toy, mm-hmm. uh, had a 463.7-pound blue marlin on Tuesday. Uh, no, no word yet from Michael Jordan's catch 23, by the way, which is competing in the Big Rock. They are, but they, they did not. They did not fish on Monday. They did not fish today. They've only fished yesterday so far, so they'll fish the rest of the tournament. Again, the big thing, the big news today, Luis Fernandez, sports betting is legal. Did you know that your unused medications could end up in the wrong hands? It's important to keep your medication secure in a locked location, such as a locking box or locking cabinet. When it's time to dispose of them, safety and properly dispose of old, expired, or unused meds by using an at-home disposal product or a medication disposal box in your community. Don't miss out on medication take-back events happening near you. Don't let anyone take what's yours. Lock your meds. Be aware. Don't share. Learn more at lockyourmeds.org nc. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Now, I'm wondering, Luis Fernandez, if we yeah. can actually bet on boats in the Big Rock tournament coming up next year. If we can't, if we, I mean, well, then we th- need to then, figure that out. Then what are we doing? Talk to the then lottery what are we commission. Doing, right? The Big Rock Blue Marlin Fishing Tournament taking place down in Moorhead City today. Only 12 of 271 boats are out there on the water today. Again, you can only fish four out of six days. Okay, so you have to take two days off which gives us the opportunity to talk to a captain of one of the boats in the tournament. Joining us on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline, Dallas Austin, captain and owner of the Shishimi. Dallas, my first question for you is this. Your name's Dallas Austin. Are you from Houston by chance? (laughs) 
Nope, not from Texas, but I get asked that every day. I'm, I'm about, sure about you to do. say. I'm sure you do. <laughs> now, Dallas, uh, take us take us into the the life here of being a captain on uh, in this tournament. Again, you can only fish well, four out of six days. How do you go about picking which four days? Are you looking at the forecast? Is it is a day yeah, by day decision? Like what what goes into the decision? Yeah. So the weather is always going to dictate that. It's so difficult to get six days in a row of beautiful fishing weather uh that, that's pretty much unheard of so we're constantly monitoring the weather trying to pick the best out of the six uh just based on that and then the other decisions are obviously the where to go and that sort of stuff and that's uh that's kind of a complex decision making process there and it, and it's mostly a lot of guessing and, and intuition dallas and hopefully I... ours and hopefully ours gets better that, that's that's good. Yes. Um. I Dallas. I'm I'm wondering because I I think a lot of people don't understand the physical toll that it takes on someone to be out here and competing in some of these tournaments. When you're reeling in some of these massive fish, yeah. some of these massive blue marlin that are coming in, how how long are you at that? How difficult is that it, process? It, it can take an hour and a half, two hours, or all day long. Um. It it can be a definitely a challenge. Uh. You know, just being on a boat all day is a challenge. I mean, that's rough on your knees, rough on your whole body, and not to mention all the time that uh, the mates and the guys spend at the dock preparing baits. And I mean, up at three thirty in the morning, three o'clock in the morning, and sometimes up all night trying to resolve issues with a boat or a tackle or gear. So it ends up being a very long week for for the captain, the crew, and everybody, everyone involved. Dallas Austin, captain and owner of the Shashimi, which is in the Big Rock Fishing Tournament. Joining us here on the Keystar Automotive Group Hotline alongside Luis Fernandez, Dennis Cox here with you. How far off the coast do you guys actually go? Uh, it varies, and that and that goes along with, you know, trying to predict where the fish are going to be, where the best bite is. We look at sea surface temperatures and currents and all sorts of things to, to come up with uh, what we think is going to be the hottest areas. Um, and a lot of it is local knowledge and just being out there on the water all day, seeing what the conditions are. But, you know, they're typically running anywhere from 40 to to 60 miles sometimes guys will go across the gulf stream to the other side which is called the eastern wall and that could yeah. be anywhere from 100 to 130 miles off the wow. coast one way that's so it, it's a lot of a lot of miles that that is that's wild to that's think massive. about you're going 100 potentially 100 plus miles offshore to to go yeah, catch well one of these we just fish. actually brought my boat back from the bahamas which was basically a thousand miles a wow month. <laughs> that's that's a lot of that's a lot of miles that's a lot of miles dallas uh I, this is your sixth year fishing in, in the Big Rock, I believe. And, and the, the Big Rock is so unique because it's it's one of the biggest, it's one of the oldest. It's got a lot of history behind it. It's got a lot of this kind of glitz and glamour and all the money you can possibly win. Why did you get into fishing in the first place? How, how long well, has that been a thing for you? I've been doing it most of my life as a hobby. I'm not a professional fisherman. Um, I, don't, I don't run a charter boat. A lot of guys down there that fish in the tournament, they run charter boats. And... Uh, and boats for the owners, and that's what they do full-time. That is not me. I have a, another business as well, but I fish as much as possible. But I've been fishing most of my life, uh, as much as we can get down and fish. Um, it's uh, it's just so much fun, and a lot of it's the camaraderie. You know, we've got a great crew, which are friends, and everyone brings a different attribute to the table, and they work their butts off to make everything happen. And it's just that that is the biggest part of it for me is uh, the friends, the support team, you know, the fun that we have. Not just on the water, but but here at the dock, it's it's a it's an outstanding week all the way around. Dallas Austin, captain, owner of the Shashimi, which is in the Big Rock Fishing Tournament, joining us here in the Keystone Automotive Group Hotline. Dallas, 
my final question for you is this. In your experience of participating in this event, how much have you seen it grown just even just in the six years that you've been part of it? Oh, my gosh. It's, uh, it's grown tremendously. I mean, the, 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 uh, we're up, what, $3.5, $3.6 million in total prize money this year. I think the first year I fished, it was only a little over a million, I believe. I may not be correct, but uh, it has definitely grown a lot. And we're in the outboard division. I got a 42-foot Invincible with with uh, four 400 outboards on it. But that division has grown tremendously. Um, it was only it only began about six years ago, I think, and and uh, that's become really popular. Dallas, I need you to bring in one of those 500-pound yes. blue marlin sometime this week. Can you do that for me? You got it. Six or 700 would be even better. There hey, you go. Make it happen. Let's go. Make it happen. Dallas Austin, captain of the Shishimi in the, in the Big Rock Fishing Tournament. Thanks for your time, and best of luck, and be safe out there on the water. Thanks, guys. And that's Dallas Austin, captain and owner of the Shishimi, uh, joining us here on the Heath Little Group Hotline. Uh, I, I just can't imagine going 100-plus miles offshore in, in one of these tournaments, not like even just 40, 50 miles, 60 miles, but some people going past the Gulf Stream going that far. Cr- crazy. It and just it, it still blows my mind that for people who are doing this to win a lot of cash. Oh, I mean, like, and I really, I really want to emphasize that it is a lot of money, millions of dollars that is up here. The mm-hmm. first, uh, we, we bring up the 500-pound blue marlin because the first boat that brings in a 500-pound blue marlin right then and there Seven hundred thousand dollars, like, oh, are you? Are the you first kidding one's me? over five hundred thousand. The, the, the first, first one's, one's over five hundred pounds. pounds. Yeah. So that that prize money's still sitting out there right now. Exactly, because the the largest was about four hundred and seventy pounds mm-hmm. so far. But I mean, it's it's wild what you can do, and and especially someone like Dallas talking about this. He doesn't do this professionally. He's an amateur, mm-hmm. but he's been doing it for a while now. He's got a good group of friends that come out and do it. So that I don't know. He kind of sounds like he's he's kind of got it made. That sounds like a really fun time. It's. Uh... There's so much that goes into it that people don't realize, and uh, I, one day, one day, I just want for just one for one day, I want to go out on a boat with a crew. That would be awesome. I, will, I just for one day, I want to go out on a boat with a crew. That'd be super fun. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate.